fantasy hockey picks and bets presented by prize picks here on the Mayo media network i am matt moody joined by dj mitchell and we're here to talk about the uh one game that we have on tuesday june 1st so dj let me be the first to say happy june to you and happy june to everyone out there and yeah we've got one game on the docket here so uh did anything interesting happen maybe on Monday night or over the weekend that we should touch, touch on first? Yeah, I mean, if you're watching live, I did wear my, my USA hockey jersey in honor of Memorial Day as we are still, what we've got about 30 minutes left in Memorial Day. And I decided, you know what, what hat should I wear today? I decided to go with my Toronto Blue Jays because first off, I'm going to the game tomorrow in Buffalo. And second off, Toronto, uh, top of mind, uh <laughs> Is there anything you want to say, Matt, to start it off? You know, somehow I didn't know. I, like, I just had no idea that going into the playoffs, the real winner would be the Buffalo Sabres. Now, here's my theory. Here's my Here theory on why this is true. I intentionally withheld it in our pre-show discussions. Okay, so one, we know that the Leafs are going to self-destruct. You know, it's going to be Dale Hunter, um, you know, or, was it Dale Hunter behind the bench in Washington? One of the hunters, I feel like. Sure. Anyway, the guy who ruined Ovechkin. You know, they're going to just say, all right, we need defense, only defense. You know, nothing else matters. Um, so, you know, that's going to happen. They might trade Nylander. They might, whatever. That doesn't matter. Like, you know, Keith, Keith is gone. And if he's not gone, Dubas is gone. Like, it, like, I mean, this is a colossal failure on every front from Toronto. But that's not it. Montreal, They suck. Bergevin's done a terrible job. And he's, I mean, he's got a lifelong pass now to be the, the Habs GM because they beat the Leafs in a playoff series. This is excellent for the Buffalo Sabres. So that is why the real winner in these playoffs will not be the Stanley Cup winner, but it'll be the future of the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, there's nothing brighter than the Buffalo Sabres future. Thank you for reminding me. It's like <laughs> the, the sun in Alaska in their winter time. You just don't see it, and then it pops up for like one minute. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's just insane because we actually, both of us, I think, did the, pretty much the same thing and just stack up on Toronto on Monday night because it was like, all right, come on. like There's no way this Matthews line has been too good. Um, is, is this Jake Evans stuff real? And – Lo and behold, Carey Price stands on his head. Hyman had like six shots on net. We didn't even really it wasn't even that, that, though. It wasn't even right. that. It was just the team was just awful. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I watched that, and I still don't yeah. believe it. And I've yeah, watched that for the last, what, seven, you know, six years maybe? Yeah. And like, I still many, don't believe it. So many of those years were like, they weren't there. They were there this year. Like, that team was ready to go. And yeah. on every aspect, they even had like – pieces people wanted to re- root for like i like spezza but everyone loves thornton you know i, yeah. I just uh, it's heartbreaking um to watch as as a, a fan of terrible sports teams my whole life i do feel really bad for any maple Leafs fans out there and and congratulations to the habs fans you know really um you, you get to not only move on to the second round against winnipeg who's also not very good you also get to just taking all of the disappointment from Leafs, like, like just the energy that they're going to just, they lose. Like the and, and you get is, this for the next two decades, at least yeah, like at least. any party, anything you're done. You win, you win any Even argument. The Leafs, Leafs win the cups, the cup next year. Like you can still be like, okay, but like, we got to yeah. talk about 21. Yeah. Like, remember yeah. when you guys invited the healthcare workers to the game and you choked in front of them and they couldn't even get on the ice to see it. Like there's so many uh, lines. It's yeah. Matt, you had a, all you the had jokes, about, 
All you the guys one about golfing. I mean, oh, it's, oh, thanks for teeing me up there, Deej. But yeah, you ah. know the uh, the Ontario area golf courses recently opened reopened last week. So you know the, the Leafs had to you know get out of there and you know finally get back on the course after a year and a half or whatever. Yeah, they missed anyway, so much. Anyway, any other thoughts there on the fallout from the end of round one? Um, obviously, we have round two currently yes. going. Only one of those games, though, is tonight. So, I mean, anything quick, or should we just talk um, about Tampa, Carolina? I guess the qu- the quick notes are: don't overreact to one game. Um, don't just completely let the Colorado onslaught train run everything you do. I think it's worth running, and it's a really, really good stack. But I think it's going to be really highly owned in the next slate. You see them. Um, just try to look at every game through a new lens. Um, and other than that, yeah, let's get started with that good stuff. Yeah. All right. And before we talk a little bit about where you should go on a, you know, Tuesday's action, let's talk a little bit about prize picks. Uh, as you all know, if you're listening to this show, prize picks is a place where you can basically look at a big board across all the sports, uh, golf, NHL, basketball, baseball, so on, and select the over or the under on a given fantasy player's score. So the score is very easy for a sport like the NHL. All it is is you get three points for a goal, two points for an assist, and a half point for a shot, and a half point for a block. So you'll see all the players listed, and you'll be able to pick the over or the under. It's that easy. Uh, make sure you sign up using promo code MMN when you do. And because there's only one game going on, you'll probably need to for your Tuesday entries, you know, mix in some basketball or some baseball. Um, and there's a lot of stuff here on the Mayo Media Network, especially in the baseball. You know, check out the Mayo Media MLB show. Just, just, just a thought there if you want some prize picks there. Uh, but just mix that in with your NHL card, and there you go. You've got yourself a nice entry, uh, a five. You know, you, you hit all five, you could actually get up to 10 times your money back. So it, it's that simple. You just pick, you know, at most five over-unders, and you get your money. So head on over there. Use promo code MMN when you sign up. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So DJ, Carolina, Tampa. Um, I mean, let's just start from the beginning. What did you see in game one? And, uh, you know, well, let's use that to sort of see what are we going to see in game two? Yeah, it's funny because uh, game one kind of went exactly how, that, how I game scripted it. I thought Vasilevsky was going to be the best goalie on the slate. He was going to be very highly owned, but I still went with it. It worked out. He had the 35 shots, uh, 35 saves um, right at the end. It actually was kind of a barn burner. I don't know if you were tracking that at all, but it was like seven minutes left. He had 34 saves and then it just got down to the final minute. Um, Tampa gets the win there. I think Carolina, I would say I'll play them, but not badly, badly. Um, I, the metrics aren't, I, I would say they're probably a shade towards Carolina. Um, the, the big news to note is the loss of Eric, Chernak, um, we're not sure if he'll be back or not. I think both of us are kind of under the impression that it's possible. Matt, you had the quote from Cooper on that. So did you have that up still? <laughs> I mean, the quote's literally just, uh, you know, from Monday's practice, he's progressing. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. They had Freddie Clayson lining up next to Ryan McDonough. And, you know, is Clayson really a downgrade from a guy like Luke Shen? I don't know. Um, so it is actually kind of tough to think of one, you know, is does that tell us that Chernak's playing or not? And two, if Chernak's out, like what the hell happens? Because right. I don't think Clayson or Luke Shen are playing anywhere close to 20 minutes. So, um, you know, hopefully Victor Hedman isn't as hurt as it appears he is because, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he, he definitely looks a bit slower than his bubble Victor Hedman, which was incredible. 
Um, so, you know, maybe a guy just can't maintain that level of play for, you know, the next calendar year or whatever. Um, but it is reason for concern. And so we're looking at the money lines here and it, it's pretty much a straight up pick them. Yeah. You know, so Carolina's still at home, Carolina, you know, they, it wasn't badly outplaying by any stretch, but they, they outplayed Tampa pretty yeah. thoroughly and, you know, Tampa just out talented them. Uh, they didn't make the colossal mistake like Nedeljkovic, there we go, made uh, in the final minutes to just, you know, uh, completely sabotage his team's chances of winning. Um, but otherwise, Ned was pretty good. So it's just like, you know, how much do you really want to take from that one game where it kind of went like if Tampa's going to win, it has to go this way. I think there's a lot of other ways that this series could go. So, you know, I'll use the Chernak news maybe to some extent, but right now, I'm in on this Keynes team, like, you know, uh, fool me once Florida Panthers, shame on me, but you know, fool me twice. Shame on you, Carolina. If you can't get this done, especially if Chernak's out and you're going against some AHL defensemen. So that's where I'm leaning on the money line, but uh, do you feel differently? Um, No, I, th- I, like I said, I think, you know, Carolina, unless if they get Vasilevsky again, it could be the winner here. I think they all played them really. They all played them. It seems like with like, uh, three of the four lines and, and the point line got maybe the better of them in many aspects. At least it looks like that way from the shot charts and the, and then metrics in that capacity. Um, and I do think that it's a, a important note is especially on a showdown site like this, it, it's game two still in Carolina. They get the matchups they want. They're going to dictate the game that way. So look at what Carolina did to do that. Uh, they put Hamilton and Slavin against that point line all day long. They both can't score at the same time. So that might sway the way you look at a showdown slate. Um, That's just one angle on it, but definitely you're going to want to look at that and see what the matchups were, how those matchups fared. They're not gospel. Um, You know, like the point line looked to get the better of the Ajo line. That doesn't mean that, you know, that couldn't change, you know, one bounce one way and you could get, you know, two shots, three shots. And now that they look a lot different. So it's not perfect, but definitely take that into consideration. But I do like Carolina here. I, I guess I slightly shade the under um, just because I think that Tampa is going to do, I mean, Carolina is definitely going to do everything they can to slow on that top line in Tampa. So I kind of like the second line in Tampa a little bit more maybe because they won't get that incredibly hard matchup. Um, but I overall, I just think this game under five and a half seems pretty strong to me. I think the goaltending is solid. Um, and I think the defense is really good. Uh, and they're going to roll yeah, the top guys. It's real interesting because when these teams, you know, the regular season for Tampa just doesn't mean much because, you know, they obviously didn't have Kucherov uh, for large stretches. They didn't have Stamkos, you know, it, it just obviously is a different team right now than it was in the regular season. But when these two teams played, they basically averaged like a half goal more expected goal uh, each than you, like you would expect, you know, based on the uh, average NHL team, let's say. So these were very high tempo matchups when these two teams played. Um, and, you know, it's certainly something that I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about the over under here, because when you add in Kucherov, when you add in a, you know, seemingly fully healthy Stamkos, should that really make it more of a defensive battle? And it's like, you know, and then I come back to, well, it's the playoffs and this, that, and the other thing. And so I kind of find myself coming down on the under, but for me, I am much more confident in the the Kane side of things or the, just the player props than I am sort of on the over-under um, because I think in this series, more so than almost any other, it just comes down straight up to goaltending. Um, you know, if if Vassy and Nadelkovic are just going to go, you know, basically you know, uh, blow for blow and just, you know, not give up these 
uh, goals to ridiculously talented players, then sure, you know, the under will hit and, you know, you're just betting on goalies here. Um, so I kind of feel the under too, um, but I'm definitely, that's not the bet that I'm most excited about here. Uh, so digging into some of these player props, was there any sort of spots, you know, you mentioned the Tampa second line, uh, anything else like that that you think maybe could be useful as far as setting some of our uh, player prop sites? Um, what else could be, I mean, uh, I think that it, it's pretty easy as far as defensemen go, which I think is maybe where you might be going with this. Uh, there's probably seven defensemen that are going to see a majority of the minutes. And if Cernak's back, we can maybe call that eight. Um, so you can kind of toss out a few players from even consideration in any capacity, even though Jake Bean would have been one of those guys you tossed out and you scored. Uh, are you looking at a shot <laughs> prop or are you looking at what are you looking at right now? Can we, can we, yeah, answer? so. Well, I mean, you know, obviously we have goal props. Um, I'm managing to find on FanDuel some early posted points and shots on goal stuff. Um, but, you know, for, for me, I guess an example is Marty Natchez has managed to work his way onto the top power play for Carolina. Um, looks like they are sort of replacing uh, Svechnikov. He managed to get back on that unit, I believe, for a small stretch of time. So who knows what they're doing? Um, but Taravine, Natchez, and then Aho, Trocek, and Hamilton – we're the top unit. Um, and then Jordan Stahl and Svechnikov are like the second unit, you know, around Jake Bean and whoever else. Um, so Marty Natchez to me is really interesting because he's come on real strong uh, the last few games. Obviously, we saw him, you know, come up huge at the end of the Nashville series for Carolina. Um, and then he put up another five shots against Tampa here. So I'm looking at a shot prop over on FanDuel. It's over two at minus 108. Like that seems really strong to me. Uh, also supporting that is in the regular season uh, against Tampa, he averaged 3.3 shots plus blocks per game. Not a huge number, but actually the best of any player in fantasy points per minute uh, by a mile. You know, the next closest guy was Blake Coleman, and it was, you know, four DraftKings points per 20 minutes better on Marty Natchez, which is a huge difference. <laughs> so, you know, that's just sort of the, you know, uh, the, the main spot I'm looking here is Marty Natchez, but anything else like that that you're interested in? I think if Cernak's out, I definitely look at Hedman prop, whether it's a point or it's shots. He's at uh, two shots. I'm trying to pull back up really quick. 2.5 at plus 106. And I mean, he if he's going to see 25, 30 minutes, that's definitely, I think, better odds than a coin flip for him to get. Um He's, you know, he yeah. has eight blocks too. So if you find a block, I mean, I, I don't know, but if you find like two blocks or something, I think that's pretty strong. But if he's going to get the run that he saw in the last game, it's definitely there for me. Um, other than that, I, I really like that Nate Trask call. Uh, I think that if you want to get kind of crazy and, and you're trying to think like, man, I really want to take a, a goal prop that's going to be a little under the radar. Um, the Lions in Carolina got shook up. I, I don't think they'll change him back. Um but a guy like McGinn is at least intriguing to me to score at plus 310. He, first off, he's done it multiple times, but he just will shoot the puck. And he's playing with Aho um, and uh, Sveshnikov, right? Teravainen, Teravainen. Um, depending on what you get it at, it's 310 on DraftKings. That's, I don't know. I could consider it, but I, I'd like to find it better. Um, over on FanDuel, it's 410. That's this is a not that not bad like four tens where I'm actually going to start getting interested in putting some money on it. So if you if a whole hundred plus, you know plus a hundred better that that's pretty strong. Um, just seems like Fanduel doesn't have that quite priced correctly based off his role um, and shot volume. So 
that's kind of another thing I'm looking at. I mean, this guy is at least what every playoff game minus one, he has a shot on goal. And that was like when he had 12 minutes and now he's really seeing a more formidable role. So um, anything else we should get to or any players you you like? Yeah. You know, just sort of the point that you, you mentioned there is just a good reason to sort of shop your lines around. Um, you know, if you, if you find a line you like on a guy, you might even find a better line on a different site. Um, you know, just another example, Marty Natchez on DraftKings is plus 245 to score a goal on FanDuel. I'm, I'm seeing plus 290 right now. And, you know, over the long run, you know, if Marty Natchez doesn't score, it doesn't matter what the line is, but over time, those sort of edges will just start to accrue and you'll notice, you know, better results in your, uh, you know, in your bank account or just your results spreadsheet or whatever you're tracking these on. Um, you'll, you'll just see better results when you are doing the work to shop the lines and get the best possible line for you. Um, I know Meany loves to uh, shout out the FTN uh, prop betting tool. I believe you can, uh, what's it called? I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm literally blanking on the name of the uh, FTN tool, but it's free for everyone. The odds shopper or something like that. Um, I know Osimo also has one that I think is also free. Um, again, not, not, you know, touting any sites or anything, cause you know, we're, we're not directly affiliated at the Mio media network. Um, you know, me and DJ at least, but there are tons of good resources out there that you just got to find and they will do a lot of this work for you. Um, so that's just one general rule going into uh, any slate, but especially this one, there's only one game Just sort of hone in on your process and things like that, because there's so much more time to take advantage of. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, other than, than that, so I think really quickly, we should at least give a couple of our favorites. We already have, um, so we may just repeat the same ones, but um, I think my favorite bet, I really do kind of like going around Hedman. Um, you know, like I said, I think Hedman to get a point is probably the safest way of going about it. It's minus 136 on FanDuel, and those are the odds I have in front of me. So I'm going to say that for now. Um, you know, you can't really parlay a lot of stuff. You have a lot of straight bets. I think that's a really good one to include in the mix just because, you know, you look at a guy like Aho, he has, has to get one on FanDuel or you don't get anything. So the break even for one plus 118, he's minus 136 and over. A, a, if he gets a point, he hits. If that makes sense. So it's like, how much different are these guys to get a point? Yeah, I think Aho is slightly better, but not that much. So kind of like looking around at the players in that range, you kind of see the edge that I have been kind of gives you. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's, it's going to be Marty Natchez, you know, that, that I already said it, I already gave the reasoning. Um, but just, you know, if you're playing DraftKings showdown, like showdown is definitely a different format than just the regular sort of slates. Um, you know, for me, at least showdown is much more dependent on stars and scrubs type approaches. Um, guys who are 2.5 or 2.9 or, you know, 3.1 on a normal, you know, full slate, doesn't really matter that that price difference, but those sorts of guys on the showdown slates, like a guy say, uh, <laughs> you know, Yan Ruda 3.4, you know, the 1400 to get from him down to say a uh, Jesper Faust or, you know, Luke Shen, it, it's, it's a huge deal when it comes to getting these sort of ceiling type guys, you know, the Kucherovs, the Stamkos, the Dougie Hamilton's, um, that, you know, I wouldn't just sort of blindly throw in a guy who's 4k just because, um, so you really kind of got to look at this 2k range and just try to find some cheap guys. In my opinion, um, I think that's much more valuable than getting, you know, a 7k guy and a 4k guy 
or when you can get, you know, a true 9K stud and a 2K punt because the 2K and the 4K, they're all the same in showdown in my experience. Obviously, certain cases different and all that. Um, but just one sort of thought if you're playing the showdown here uh, to be helpful. So, DJ, anything else before we head on out of here? Uh, no, definitely. If you're doing the showdown, pick a game script and then make your lineup to that. It's really not that much different than football in that capacity where you're thinking like, this is a score I want to go with. And that's how I'm going to make my lineup. That's it's pretty simple. So if you say like, I think this game's going to go way under and I like two to zero. Well, you're like, only you think it's going to get the shutout, better be your captain. And you like, <laughs> it's not that hard. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's uh that, that's definitely the way to do it. Um, Other than that, no, just thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this podcast all year and continuing on. Um, hopefully you guys are enjoying your summer in some capacity um, and, and in doing whatever you can. So uh, hopefully we can just keep making a little bit more money to enjoy it even more. Absolutely. And uh, like always, we'll be back on Thursday. So check it out, um, you know, check it out Thursday and also check it out Monday and Wednesday and Friday too for, and over the weekend, hell, you know, there's, there's content every day on the media network. So just make sure you're not missing out. Um, when there's hockey, we'll be here, even if it's only one game. So with all that said, uh, be sure to check out prizepicks.com. Let them know we sent you by using promo code MMN. It'd be a huge help, a big support of the show and of them for sponsoring the show, making it possible. Um, so big thanks to PrizePix there. And from DJ and myself, best of luck on Tuesday night, everybody. And we will see you.